Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Asian Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Bob Starr for joining you at the 630 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad. Their new e-commerce site. You can visit it and order supplies, printers, and much more at digitex.ca. Coming up on today's show, a recap of last night's Oilers preseason tilt. A 7-4 victory over the Calgary Flames. It is a Tuesday. That means Stoffer Inspector, brought to you in part by Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women that work in the Alberta horse racing industry. We'll set the table for the uh, a look at the potential makeup of tonight's roster, the Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I'll be hopping on the bird at 3.30, flying into Vancouver. Jack Michaels, myself, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown with the call. We'll hear from Edmonton Oilers PTO defenseman 
Jason Garrison, a former member of the Canucks, he will be in the lineup tonight for Edmonton. Uh, because of the Darnell Nurse signing yesterday, we didn't get a chance to hear from Brad Lauer. The Edmonton Oil Kings open up the start of the 2018-19 regular season Friday against the Red Deer Rebels at Rogers Place. We'll hear from Brad Lauer on today's show. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort and Casino. They have Steve Earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary Copperhead Road, coming up on September 23rd. That is Sunday. You can also text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter. At Oilers Now, my personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brad Whisker is at Producer Brad. The Oilers uh, winning last night. Tell you, pretty impressive showing from, is it the new kid line? With Tyler Benson, along with Ryan McLeod and Kyler Yamamoto. And guess what? They're going to go again. They're going to travel tonight. And just, just so you know, this is going to be a challenge for you. Last night following the game, and I know this is going to sound like, quote-unquote, first-world problems, but uh, let's just say the team was a little bit delayed in returning back to Edmonton. Got, I think we landed at 2.05 last night from Calgary. So, anyhow, the Oilers get the win last night. Here's Todd McClellan, the Oilers head coach, with the thoughts on the game. Had real good performances from some young players. Uh, also some pretty solid performances from some veterans that provided leadership when we needed in the game. So um, overall a good night. Um, some guys move forward and step up the ladder. And there's still a few that fall off. But some of the players that fall off at this time of the season or year, uh, they just need more time. They need time to develop and evolve. Uh, last night was our first chance to see Golton or Miko Koskinen. He looked like a guy that hadn't played in North America for the last seven years. Had issues with his angles, got scored on the first shot. Uh, Hat-trick for Dylan Dubé for the Calgary Flames in the Oilers' 7-4 victory. And by my count, uh, two of the three weren't pretty for Koskinen. Uh, here's McClellan, Todd McClellan with his thoughts. And But you can tell Todd's been barking a lot at practice because he's got a little less jack in that voice. Todd McClellan with these uh, feelings on the performance for Miko Koskinen last night. You know, the last three, four years, he's played on uh, Olympic-size ice. Uh, this it was this game is a little bit different than the inter-squad games. It's moving faster, uh, more dangerous players involved in the game. And, uh, it took him a little while to settle in, but um, he'll get better as time goes on. That's Todd McClellan. Now, the kids were fantastic last night, and again, they are expected to play tonight in Vancouver. Ryan McLeod with Tyler Benson and Kyler Yamamoto. Uh, Benson, two assists. McLeod, two assists. He made... There was a stretch in the game. The Oilers had seven shots on goal and got to about 10 over about a 30-minute window in the game last night. So they didn't have much going. Every scoring opportunity was created by Ryan McLeod. I mean, he was the most dominant player on the ice. Two-way game. The guy can flat-out fly. Um, Hey, he turns 19 here coming up on Friday. So he's not your traditional 18-year-old. He's a late birth date can really skate, has more puck sense than uh, his older brother, first-round draft choice of the uh, New Jersey Devils. And again, Ryan McLeod was a guy who fell out of the first round of this past year's draft. Um, Connor Yamamoto was a big night. He needed a, a performance like that. He had two goals and an assist. And McClellan had these thoughts on Yamamoto's game last night. 
Yamo's been a tremendous player in our organization now for a year and a bit. And uh, most of his uh, offensive talents have been shown up on uh, the score sheet as assists and playmaking. Uh, it was nice to see him finish. He's had numerous chances in his in his time with us, but finally uh, the puck went in. And I thought he played with uh, some real determination and fire tonight. So uh, following the game last night, I put out, the kids are all right, uh, paraphrasing the who. I'd forgotten who'd sung that song. Uh, Yamamoto, 19, one goal, two assists, three points. McLeod, turning 19 on Friday with two assists, strong support defensively, played a ton, 22 minutes in last night's game. So this guy going to earn himself a contract. Tyler Benson's 20. He had two assists, a couple primary setups. Um, Evan Bouchard, 18, and Ethan Bear, 21. They each scored. That was the Oilers' first power play unit. Those guys are all 21 and under. Speaking of Bouchard, he had a quick thought on being a part of the Battle of Alberta. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. It was fun to, uh, you know, you can really feel the, the tension out there, and uh, so it was good to, good to be a part of it. Opportunity for Yamamoto yesterday, given the relative inexperience of the Oilers roster, just eight players with NHL games played. Uh, Connor Yamamoto had this to say on being a younger leader in the team in last night's game. Um, it's awesome. Um, you know, anytime you can be a leader on a team, um, you know, you want to do that. And, um, you know, I think just coming to the, um, you know, the rink every day and putting your best forward, I think that really um, shows, shows how to do it. Uh, we will tell you that, uh, and again, in, in Ryan McLeod's case, this is an interesting situation. The orders are currently at 48 contracts with... Dmitry Samarukov and Carol Maximov returned uh, to juniors. They're on entry-level slides. Theoretically, here, here's the thing, and you know, I'm gonna. Jack Michaels mentioned this during the course of the game. Like, I'm gonna go all the way back to 2010 rookie camp because I was there in uh, in Penticton, and that was your Magnus Payarvi, Jordan Eberle, and Taylor Hall were all at rookie camp in uh, in Penticton. The best player in that tournament was Payarvi. He was also the second oldest. Uh, Everly had returned to junior twice at that stage, 08, 09, 09, 10. Um, Taylor Hall was not overly dominant early in NHL preseason that year when he got in. All right, so let's go to 2011, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was pretty good in Penticton and decent in uh, preseason and then knocked it right out of the park early in the regular season. Like he, he was, let's not forget, he was amongst the NHL scoring uh, leaders early in the 2011-12 season. Uh, Yakupov, while we had the lockout in 2012, there was no Penticton tournament. We'll fast forward to dry settle in 2014. I thought Leon was pretty good in uh, Penticton, decent to pretty good in uh, preseason, but the Oilers had no depth at center. He ended up getting in 37 games. McDavid played basically one game in Penticton, and then got into, I think, maybe four games in the preseason. And as preseason went on, he was pretty good. Uh, Paul Yarby, not overly noticeable in preseason in 2016 at the rookie tournament in Penticton. Yamamoto last year got better as we got into preseason. But the guy that's actually been, the guy that's sort of made you go, and maybe it's because he is a second-round pick, is Ryan McLeod. Now, do I think Ryan McLeod will play all season Edmonton? No. Uh, it's almost impossible for second-round draft choices centers to make an impact in the league. The one thing McLeod can do is he can really skate. There's two centers when I think a guy's drafted in the second round that made an immediate jump into the National Hockey League off the top of my head. Patrice Bergeron with the Boston Bruins, Ryan O'Reilly with Colorado. Uh, Both players have elite hockey sense and are ultra-competitive players. McLeod, 
skates way better than both guys. He's already a better skater than both these players. So, you know, you never say never. It's early. The one thing I'll say about McLeod, he keeps up ending in the right, right spots. Last night, Ryan Malone, uh, sorry, Brad Malone got a 17 minutes worth of penalties. McLeod ended up playing like literally every second shift. Todd McLeod kept on chucking him out there. McLeod obviously uh, appreciated playing with Yamamoto. Brilliant stretch pass that led to the uh, go-ahead goal in last night's game. Uh, here's Ryan McLeod's thoughts. Well, maybe we don't have Ryan McLeod's thoughts. There we go. Thank you. That's yeah, huge. I think, uh, you know, obviously he, uh, you know, he did really well in preseason last year. He made a team, so you know, he's picking up right when he left off. And uh, you know, he's obviously a real special player, so it's, it's a lot of fun playing with him. <laughs> he just, uh, you know, there's... There's a little bit of an aw shucks with what's going on with this guy right now. Uh, look, you only got one chance to make a first impression. He's made one hell of a first impression. He was excellent in all three games in the rookie tournament. For those of you that were there Saturday, you would have noticed him in the scrimmage uh, that made it out there to Fan Day at Rogers Place. On Friday, guess who the best player on the ice was? It was was not Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. It was Ryan McLeod in those games. His speed was really noticeable. Early, cautiously optimistic with what this player can do. But I'm telling you right now, he's outplayed a bunch of other guys already. He's really uh, raised some eyebrows. Darnell Nurse back in the fold. He was on orders now yesterday. He had this to say on missing the start of training camp. Yeah, the they only think our business. There's, uh, there's another side of the game that I think no one really ever thinks of. Obviously, we all love to play the game, and uh, you know, that's, that's the main reason why we do it. But there's a, there's a business side to it, too. So. Yeah, just uh, took time to, to hash some things, hash some things out between each other, and uh, glad it's done. Darnell Nurse uh, back in town, uh, contract is signed and uh, speaking uh, today just literally minutes ago over at Rogers Place. So Edmonton flies today into Vancouver. Uh, we will tell you that uh, I don't know if anything's been confirmed other than the fact, uh, based on who left early, with the group that was on the ice this morning, Cooper Marodi and Ostap uh, Safin appear to be in, and Tom McClellan's already referenced McLeod, Benson, and Yamamoto getting another game. And this is going to be really interesting to see how they perform back-to-back, especially that they're on the team bus uh, when we landed last night. They wouldn't have gotten back to the hotel until 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, sounds like Jason Garrison is in on defense. And with Koskinen going yesterday, uh, I think it's safe to assume that we're likely going to see Cam Talbot tonight in Vancouver. But again, nothing has been 100% finalized for the uh, Vancouver uh, Canucks, or sorry, uh, for the Oilers against the Vancouver Canucks. The Oilers' opponent are the uh, Vancouver Canucks, and they've made a big deal about Elias Pettersson, first-round draft choice from 2017. We're going to get a chance to see him. Apparently, they're going to have Horvat going tonight. They've actually released the players that are in the lineup. Uh, Tanev is, will be in, and uh, sounds like Anders Nielsen will be starting in goal for the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Uh, we'll have that game. Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports at 6. Uh, we'll have the City Ford Faceoff show at 7. Puck drop at 8.30. Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, and myself on the Oilers Radio Network. Spectre is coming up at... Uh, 12.35 today. Brad Whiskers coming up at uh, 12.22. We've got Brendan Escott with us as well. We've got Angie Quinnell. We got a co- I'm gonna, am I always going to get this cast of thousands? I think I'm going to lose. Uh, 
some of the horsepower on the show right now. But uh, when we come back, we'll take a look around the National Hockey League and other levels of hockey with NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now on 630 Chet. 6:30 Chet, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos and the Edmonton Oilers. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Chet. Thanks, Cam. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1223 in Edmonton. You can text us at any time on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. Bob Stoffer, along with Brad Whisker. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Just to clarify tonight, because we had last night's order broadcast, the coaches show, Jason Moss and Morley Scott, will be heard tonight between 6 to 6.30 on 6.30 Chad, and then Reed Wilkins will have an extended City Ford face-off show from 6.30 until the 8.30 puck drop out at Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Brad, you're up. Make it happen. All right, Bob, the Edmonton Oilers, of course, as we know by now, open up the preseason with a 7-4 win over Calgary last night. Kyler Yamamoto led the way, two goals, one assist. Patrick Russell scoring two. Rookie Evan Bouchard adding one as well. Miko Koskinen stopped 16 and 19 shots he faced. Shane Sterrett walked away with the win. The Oilers back in action tonight in Vancouver. The City Ford Faceoff Show 6.30. Puck drop set for 8.30. You can catch all the action right here on 6.30. Chad. Two other Canadian teams in action tonight. Ottawa and Toronto playing against each other. Montreal Canadiens forward Nicholas Delorier was taken to hospital last night following a fight with New Jersey Devils forward Brandon Baddock. Head coach Claude Julien says the move was for precautionary reasons and to undergo further medical testing. Two Buffalo Sabres off-season additions could miss the start of the regular season. Matt Hunwick is expected to miss an extended period of time with a neck injury. Forward Connor Sheary considered week-to-week with an upper body. Both players acquired from the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for a conditional 2019 fourth-round draft pick. Bob, you've hyped up the Vegas Golden Knights in the atmosphere. Yeah down in Vegas when you've been there with well, the Oilers. Yeah, finish the read, then we'll get to it for a second. While the interest in the club, it's not cooling down anytime soon. For the second straight year, StubHub has listed the Golden Knights as the NHL's most in-demand club, outselling runner-up Toronto Maple Leafs by 27%. Vegas actually went over capacity for its first preseason home game. Here's what happens in Vegas, and they've got great interest from their fan base there, but let's not forget there are over 6,000 Oilers fans there. When you go to Vegas, you're committing to it, right? If you're going with the boys, you're going for a good time with the boys, you're going to get after it, you're going to drink, you're going to gamble, you're going to do what guys do. If you're going with your wife, well, you know, maybe you're away from the kids and you're going to cut loose and have a little bit of a good time, but you're there to have a good time, the weather's nice. You're totally into the experience. They have the benefit of other, it's a destination city at the best of times, well, now it's a destination city for hockey as well, okay? So contrast that if you may. You know, cut loose, committing to going for, let's say it's a Saturday game in Vegas like one of the games was last year for the Oilers. Uh, You know, you fly in on a Friday. It's 75 degrees. You drink a bit Friday. You're hitting the, you know, you're getting after it early Saturday, right? So you're a little bit lubed up, shall we say. Then you go into the building. Well, everything becomes better because you're already there. You're having a good time. Now, contrast that if you're in Edmonton or you're in Winnipeg and it's minus 15 and you're fighting to get uh, 
you're fighting to get parking spots in one of those two markets, okay? And oh, by the way, the ticket prices are not inexpensive in those Canadian marketplaces. And you buy, hey, you just left work at 4.30, so you left a half hour earlier than when you would normally work. <laughs> and you're freezing your ass off going outside, and then you got to find a parking spot, you got to walk three and a half blocks to get into Roger's place. You think you're in a little bit different mood? Let's see where Vegas is at three to five years with this. It's working out. Now, did they do a, a masterful job putting the team together? Yes, they did. Cannot be debated. They benefited from a stupid decision by the Florida Panthers. And may I add, unlike 99.9% of you out there, I actually talked to the owner of the Florida Panthers about said stupid decision. Okay, He point black told, told me, Vinny Viola, he said, Bob, I made a stupid decision. I let the he said that to me, right? They made a bad decision. Jordan Lant's good coach. He gets guys to play for him. He empowers. And this is how you get the most out of people today, Brad. Simple. He empowers the younger people around him by building up respect because that's how he treats them. He engenders passion. He made a mistake. All right. Let's fix it. It's okay. It's all good. Relax, you know? If you missed the audio cue that you were supposed to roll up, it's no big deal, man. The patient doesn't die on the table, right? A doctor's got a tough job. A guy up in the show, that's not a, it's okay. We'll get around it, man. Let's go, you know? So anyhow, it's a bit of, Vegas got a good general manager, a good coach, very beneficial rules in terms of what happened with expansion, and a market that was thirsty for their team. They've got a crappy, they used to have a dominant college basketball team during the days of Jerry Tarkini, and they're not even close to that now. I don't even know what division their football team plays in anymore. I mean, they used to, Ricky, uh, uh, Icky Woods played there. Sam Horn was a linebacker that was murdered while he was playing there. I mean, it's, it's got a tough part to it, right? They're, so they've got a captive audience and a captive market, and it's working right now. Let's see what happens if there's a downturn there. That's all I'm going to say about Vegas, and that's why it's important for the Oilers to win. Because you know what? You are working hard here, and you are paying for the prices. And so on those minus 15 day, uh, uh, days where you drive off and got to walk three blocks to the arena and you're freezing your you-know-what's off, the last thing you want to see is Cam Talbot give up a, sh- a goal on the first shot or Miko Koskinen, right? It sets the mood. It sets the tone. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell after that pontification here on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.